Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I am thrilled today to have Miss Tori Barker here with me. She is a digital marketing strategist. She's the host of Creative Visionaries podcast, which is one of my favorites, and I absolutely love listening to it. Um, but she's also uh, a creative marketing owner, a fractional CMO. So we're going to dive into her world a little bit more. But Tori, thank you for being here. And I'm going to turn it over to you and let you introduce yourself. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to to speak to your audience and share any knowledge or expertise that I can. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm excited. Um, you know, both having backgrounds in marketing, I always love when I get to sit down with marketing folks and honestly get nerdy because it's like it's such a fun world um to be a part of because there's so many facets of it yes and it's it's ever changing which is exciting because it's uh for us lifelong learners we're always learning and we're always growing uh because the landscape of marketing is always changing so okay. it's exciting to be a part of this and just to to kind of give your audience a little background of yeah. who i am uh, I came from about 15 years corporate marketing and then about four and a half, almost five years ago, went out and started my own business, creative marketing as a digital marketing agency yep. and uh, started, you know, the grind and uh, building the company up. And within that time frame, uh, started a podcast, the Creative Visionaries yep. podcast. And strategically, I started the podcast to set myself apart from other digital marketers because not many people um, take that leap to get into podcasting because fear or, you yeah. know, pushback or whatever it might yeah. be. And so I knew that was an avenue that could set me apart. And so I started the podcast and I was a little hesitant myself because I'm a little bit introverted and um, it, I ended up finding my voice through my podcast and f fell in love with the podcasting space um, as a result of that. And then here recently just uh, merged my digital marketing company with another digital agency, um, Buzzworthy Marketing. And so now I work as a fractional CMO through Buzzworthy Marketing, doing all the service-based marketing, and then rebranded uh, creative marketing to focus on podcast marketing and strategy. So it's been a whirlwind of a, a year so far, um, but all great things coming my way. And I feel blessed to have the opportunity to do my two passions, right? The digital marketing and the podcast marketing and, and be yeah. able to serve and help people um, in those spaces. Yes, and, and to kick into the podcast real quick while we're on it, can you set the stage also like, who do you focus your time on talking with? What are the conversations you lead with? What does that look like? Yeah, so the Creative Visionaries podcast originated as a podcast to talk to entrepreneurs who were visionaries. And with the merger and rebrand, um, now I talk to those visionary people, but more specifically in the podcast space. So podcast hosts, people who are uh, podcast evangelists, yeah. podcast service providers, um, anything around that realm is really what my focus is. And you may not even know this yet, but um, I'm launching a second podcast, yes. which, <laughs> I know. which is, right, go, go. <laughs> she's all excited. So it's the Buzzworthy Women podcast. And so when I, I came on through Buzzworthy Marketing, you know, I really saw this niche for women entrepreneurs and women in business. And so I'm like, I'm like, we've got to do this women specific podcast. And so I'm so excited. I've recorded, I don't know, probably 
eight episodes so far. And so it's going to be released here pretty soon. Um, but that podcast is focused on, like I said, women in business, yeah. uh, entrepreneur, females, and just women who are badasses, right? Who want to, to be known and seen and uh, make a difference. And so yeah. that's exciting for me. I get to talk to these amazing people on both platforms and it's just fun to, to have that opportunity. I love that. And while we're in the entrepreneur mind mindset, that is, that is a very, it's an interesting, it's a hard place to be you creating your business. And then of course, merging with what is now buzzworthy. Like, did you always like entrepreneurship? Where did the entrepreneurship bone kind of come into you? It's interesting. Um, not really anyone in my family was an entrepreneur or a business owner. My parents, um, my dad was in construction. My mom was in the teaching space. Yeah. Uh, my brother is in uh, law enforcement. And so for me, I entrepreneurship was um, a necessity for me, if you will. So I was in this, uh, my corporate job and I had gotten to a place where I just felt stifled, right? Like I had all of this creativity. I had these ideas. I had this like urge to do more and help more people. And so I, you know, was like, okay, I have skills. I have, you know, grit. I've got, you know, determination. I can figure things out. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just go freelance, right? Let's just freelance until something comes up because there was nothing out there that really kind of got me excited. So I started doing my own business and, you know, uh, contacting people that I knew in my sphere and, and slowly I didn't realize I was building a business by all of these people and, um, helping them with all of the tactics and services and skills that I had that I learned through my corporate career. And so I was like, you know what, let's just make this thing a business, you know, like it's, it's headed that direction. Why not me, you know, and I would listen to podcasts and I would, you know, hear people say, you know, you can do it yourself. And like, you have the flexibility, especially as a mom, it was important to me to have flexibility in my life to be, you know, there for my kids to take them to school to go to sports practices and games. And so this gave my family the opportunity for that flexibility. Um, and that the opportunity to be an entrepreneur, you know, lended itself to be successful. Yeah. Um, and I'm still learning. I mean, I'm not perfect. I think, you know, there's still things that I need to learn as a business owner, because I come to this uh, role as a, a technician, as a creative, you know, a marketing person. And so the business side of things is, is where I'm always learning and growing. Yeah. Um, but I, I I'm excited for the opportunity because it's not, it's, it's never ending, right? Like there's always new things coming my way, um, which is exciting. And I get to help multiple people in the entrepreneurial space as an entrepreneur. Um, and just, yeah, it's exciting. From, I, I, I kind of relate to you that I came from a, from a corporate background and now doing more into, I'm, I'm like, I just want to go work for myself. Like, I just want to go do my own thing. But for you, what was that transition like going from 15 years in corporate to, okay, I'm going to go do my own thing. Cause that's, it's two very different worlds hopping into. Yeah, definitely. And, and, um, I was motivated to make it work because, uh, it would support my family. Um, so I just dove in head first and, and read the books, listened to the podcasts. 
uh, talk to you know people who were in the space who had um, experience and just I just was a sponge right like I wanted to learn and grow as much as I could um, so I would I would take on the projects that you know would would result in business and I would you know continue to grow and build upon my services so that I could um, you know get the monthly retainers or the reoccurring revenue yeah. uh, learning these things that are important and you know the financial aspect of it how to structure the money coming in versus the money going out you know think about your income and the business expenses and all of those things so I just I like I said I just learned like I I I asked questions I I read books I listened to podcasts and I just just dug in you know yeah. I just did what I had to to make it work were you always a learner Yes. Okay. I, uh, the, the, that's kind of the story behind this whole creation of this podcast is I graduated. I, my dad was always go to school, get your piece of paper and then go do what you want to do. But I was the kid. I, I hated sitting in college classes, learning from a textbook. I was like, I want to be working with businesses. I want to be doing all these things. So I graduated and I was like, I still want to learn, but I want to learn from people like yourself, people, that are doing so many things. And so that's been the biggest treat out of listening to your podcast, listening to so many other people's podcasts, this podcast, because uh, I continuously keep getting to learn on top of the other freelance and whatever else I'm doing with other business leaders. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it was the same for me as well. And starting the podcast, not only would it um, set me apart in my business and help me find my voice as a speaker and, and business leader, but I selfishly was learning from the people that I interviewed because there were so many amazing people that are out there that and, and the beauty of a podcast is that you have this kind of um, opportunity to be introduced and have conversations with people that you may never have been yes. able to just because of this platform. And so it gave me the opportunity to meet some amazing business owners, some entrepreneurs, like all of the things, right? Like, and there's so many people that are still kind of on my radar that I'd love to, to meet. Um, and learn from because of this podcast. And so um, I just, yeah, I, I've always wanted to, to know just enough, right? Like I didn't want to go into a situation or anything in life, not having any idea about what it was. I wanted to know at least a little bit, like I didn't have to be an expert, but I wanted to know enough so that I could get through a conversation or figure it out or whatever that might be. And the same thing happens in business for me is like, you know, if there's something new that's happening, like I'll go educate myself or I'll take a, take a course or I'll watch a video or whatever it might be. I'll go to a, a conference just so that I know and I can help uh, somebody in that avenue. And then if there's something beyond my needs, then, you know, I'll go to that expert in the, that field or that area, but I at least know enough to get, at least know enough to be dangerous, if you will. <laughs> yes. So, and to your point of, if I don't know something, I'm going to go put my head down. I'm going to go learn at least a little and enough to be dangerous. Yeah. And then if someone asks, and I love that even 
talking with you or other people on the podcast, somebody might come knock my door and be like, hey, I saw you talked to Tori. Is there any way I could talk to Tori? Is there any way that I can like ask her some questions about, cause I'm wanting to be an entrepreneur. I'm like, those opportunities, people come yeah. knocking. I'm like, absolutely. If I can connect other people to other, to people that I've had on the podcast, yeah. I love that because I'm like, they're wanting to learn too. And they have deeper questions outside of what I might be asking or some, whatever it may be. It's sure. been the coolest thing to connect people as well for them to continue their learning. Absolutely. And that's uh, one of the other things that I, I love about podcasting is the connection and the networking and the relationships that you build with people. Because, you know, you jump on a call for an hour with someone, but you like, you dive into it, right? You talk about some deep stuff and you talk about like, you know, sometimes hard things and that builds a connection with somebody so much quicker than DMs and, you know, social media platforms or a phone call or whatever it might be. There's something, there's a magic that happens in podcasting and the relationships that you build with these people. There's people who I had as my first guest on my podcast that I still talk to and I consider them friends and we've never met in person, but we had that bond and that experience that has just continued uh, a connection from the beginning. So yeah. it's amazing what this this platform and medium can do. I say all the time, that getting to sit down and do this is a break in my day for my full-time job. It's cathartic, but I, <laughs> I love it because it just, it, it's a nice reprieve. And like you were saying, like there's emotions that you think aren't going to be there, but they are. Um, but I truly like, I love my hour or how many times I get to do it every single day that I get to sit yeah. down and have these conversations. Uh, people ask me all the time. They're like, do you ever get tired or just not want to film an episode? I said, you know, I said, I might be having a rough day leading up to it and might have a weird mindset going in, but I'm like, I go into these and I'm like, my God, that was phenomenal. That was exactly yes. what I needed in my day to yes. get me back into the groove and like turn my day around it's it's you know yeah you're so right that happens all the time and <laughs> i'm glad you said that because i don't like is it just me like these things happen but it's like seriously like i'll be leading up to either an interview that i'm going on or i'm interviewing somebody on my podcast and i'm like gosh it's been rough or like things are you know just not going right and somehow serendipitously you know the conversation leads to whatever that challenge was like there's some something in the universe that is like you need to hear this conversation or you need to have this conversation because it helps you kind of build through or work through these these challenges that you were like oh gosh i just can't i can't do it but if you push through it you know there's something magical that happens that um, will get you through and and you'll be better for it yes absolutely I want to ask the cheesy question of when you made the transition and you told everybody, I'm going to go start my own thing. I'm going to go start my own business. Probably the, the common thing is everybody looks at us and goes, are you really, are you sure you want to do that? But was there 
a piece of advice that you loved that you've carried with you and then a piece of advice that you got and you looked at someone and you're like did that really just come out of your mouth did you really just say that to me bad piece of advice <laughs> well you know i i obviously talked to my family before making this decision because you know my parents are a huge part of of my life and they helped uh, with the kids and and uh, after school and all of that stuff so this was uh, important to have kind of their feedback and input and obviously they're my parents so i i um, value their opinion and then then my wife you know talking to her and trying to figure out like you know is this something feasible um they all of them were, were hesitant um but confident in me okay. and because entrepreneurship wasn't something that we had been around or are used to or anything in our, our families that's where the hesitancy came but it was more like you know, we trust in you and we know that you can uh, figure it out, work it out, make it work. Um, so they were supportive from the beginning. Um, I had people who were like colleagues of mine who, you know, would say, you know, start, you have to get like 50 clients, right? Like you have to have 50 clients at X dollar amount in order to make it sustainable. And I'm like, why would I have so many clients? Like, like <laughs> that was a piece of advice. I was kind of like, really? <laughs> like, why can't I just do like a handful of, of small, you know, bigger clients, high value and really take care of those people versus like spreading myself so thin. So that was like one of the pieces of advice that I was kind of like trying to figure out, like, oh, I don't know about that idea. Um, but you know, it, you learn as you go. And like I said, when I first started, I kind of just took whatever I could just to get, you know, up and running and, and then slowly learned my value. Um, and that time is value and that, um, there's only so much time in my day. And I was mindful of that too, because I took this opportunity to be there with my family and to be with my kids. So I didn't want to work all the time yep. as an entrepreneur. I didn't want to work you know, nights and weekends and all of that stuff. So um, I was very conscious of my time um, and the time that I spent in my business and making sure that I was valued um, by my clients for that time that I was giving them because of the experience and knowledge that I was bringing to the table. I love it. <laughs> I, and I think it's a funny thing is that it, a mistake that people think they're like, oh, people, to your point, like, yes, flexible hours, you're able to most, most of the time not be strapped to your desk, you're kind of getting to be more part of your own life and your kids lives and everything. But people are like, well, that do you just not work? I'm like, no, you hustle. I'm like, there is a hustle behind entrepreneurship, working for yourself. Because like you were saying, you got it. You got to do it because you got to bring the money in because if not, it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of bust, you know what I mean? Like, or else you're kind of just not doing what you needed to do to support yourself, your family, whatever it may be. So I look at everybody, I'm like, it might seem pretty and great. And this is like, we had our reasons for doing what we're doing, but I'm like, we there's hustle. There's always hustle yeah. behind entrepreneurship always. Yeah. You know, it's funny. My kids will say, cause my kids are six and nine. And so they, they, they know that I work on the computer. Right. And I do marketing. That's like the extent of it. And they know that I'm the boss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll say all the time, like, well, mommy, why don't you just take tomorrow off? 
because you're the boss. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I could, but if I'm not working, then I'm not making money <laughs> and I'm not building the business. And they're like, what? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, I've got to put time into what I'm doing. Sure, I can be flexible, but I have to make sure that I'm still uh, prioritizing the work and the clients and, and maintaining the business uh, so that that continues to grow. But it's just funny from their perspective. Well, you're the boss. Why don't you just take the day off? <laughs> I'm like, I love that, honey. <laughs> yeah. Where you sit, this is a little bit of a, people might be like, why are you asking this? Do you like admin work or do you like the creativity? Which side of the brain are you on? I am definitely a big picture person. So I, um, I read the book Rocket Fuel, which okay. talks about um, visionary leaders and integrators. And each person has these two different types of mindsets, if you will. And so after reading that book, uh, there's this quiz that you can take to see, are you a visionary or are you an integrator? And so I was very high on the visionary right. scale and it really teaches you and kind of helps you understand what that means. And so I totally relate to that. And I didn't know what that was until I read the book. So, you know, for me, it's like, I love strategy. I love big picture. I love coming up with innovative or creative ideas to solve a problem or to fix a solution or you know find a solution for for something that uh, is needed so i'm definitely a big picture person out of necessity i have the uh you know admin side the the detail oriented all of that stuff just because as a business owner you have to have all of it but i mean in the long run uh if i could just sit and be the visionary and you know the big picture person and the customer like just having all of those customer relation type uh connections with people that would be my dream and so i'm working towards it but um yeah definitely a big picture person <laughs> I thrive off of a good calendar. Everybody's like, you have everything in your calendar. I'm like, you don't understand. I was like, I have to be able to see it or else it's just, it's gone. I was like, if I don't have it down on the calendar or written down somewhere, I'm like, it's lost out from the mind because there's five other, five million other things that are behind it uh, <laughs> that are needing to come out at the same time. So I'm like, you just have to kind of. Oh yeah. I love me a Google calendar. Like. I'm color coded. I've got my family calendar and my business calendar, yeah. like everything's syncing because, you know, it's so important to, <laughs> like I said, time is important to me. And so I'm really, my biggest thing that I've been working on right now is time blocking. And I, I've done appointments and like personal, like calendar type stuff, but now I'm really getting more detailed in the time blocking and like actually blocking time off for myself, right? Like networking time or uh, like, let's go take a walk time, you know, like just something so that I have it carved out in my day. So I know that, you know, when I get to that hour, whatever it is, I can focus only on that. And so I don't get distracted with too yeah. many things because there's so much coming at me every day uh on a daily basis that i have to really focus and so that's my big you know my big thing that i'm working on right now is is being mindful of time blocking for specific things yes <laughs> yes i my my family looks at my calendar and i'm like i'm like yeah i'm, I'm like color-coded for everything everybody everything's got a place i'm like 
we're sports fans and we're season ticket holders to yes. hockey. So I'm like, I got my Carolina hurricane schedule on my calendar <laughs> too. I'm like, and everybody's like, what in the world is going on? I'm like, don't worry about it. It's okay. I understand what's happening here. Um, but my sister looks at my work calendar and she's like, this stresses me out. I was like, really, this makes me happy. Right. Different colors. I was like, I don't know what you're so stressed out about. Um, but she's the other side of the brain. That's that she's yeah. the other part. Tori, what is, what are you looking forward to for this, the rest of this year with Buzzworthy, Creative Visionaries podcast? What it, what is kind of fueling the creative juices for you right now? Oh, right now for me, it's growth and, um, working with the right people. Um, I've come to a point in my career, in my journey, in my business where I want to work with people who truly value and understand um, what it is that I bring to the table. So really finding the right people um, to serve, because that's what I want to do is I want, I, I come from a servant's heart. And so I want to be able to serve the right people at the right time. Um, and that would bring joy to me, you know, so I get to help other people and I get to help people make money in their business. Um, and that brings me joy and, and knowing that they value, uh, and look forward to the advice and the, the guidance that I give them, um, is really what I'm looking forward to. And the other thing, um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I hesitate to say this cause I'm like, oh gosh, um, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm working towards becoming a speaker like on stage. Okay. Okay. So that's my big like come out of my comfort zone thing that I'm working on this year. So I've got one of my first events that um will take place at the end of the year. And so getting like I said, podcast was like totally out of my comfort zone, getting through that over that hurdle and now, you know, the speaking and 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 really trying to use my voice to to help people um, from a different perspective, you know, a different avenue of using my voice. And, and that's, uh, you know, on stage and at conferences and that sort of thing. So I'm excited to, to start growing that side of uh, my business and, um, and working through that. Very cool. Very cool. It's very daunting speaking on stage. I'm like, I've talked to so many different keynote speakers. I'm like, I was always in college, I get up and I'd like, do a great presentation, but I black out. I was like, I remember nothing when I got on stage. I was like, I have no recollection at all. Um, but I was told it was great. Um, so for me, like that'd be a big out of the comfort zone too of standing yeah. up in front of people. I'm like, oof. Yeah, and it's it's weird. Like you said, like I've done like corporate business presentations, and I've done you know talks in front of you know an office and meetings yeah. and that sort of thing. But there's something different about uh, a stage with a conference, and you're coming there as a thought leader, as a um, uh, a voice of of reason or influence or whatever it might be. And so you know, just being able to find the, the right words, I think, um, and knowing that I'm making an impact because I feel like I have so much in my head, like all of this knowledge and experience and all of this stuff that it would be, you know, a disservice to not share that. So, 
Um, I'm, I'm going to work through the discomfort <laughs> and, oh. and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll probably, uh, be a little rusty at first, but just like anything, you know, the more you do it, the better you get at it. So absolutely, absolutely. Um, excited I'm excited that. that you're doing this to push this out, to push you outside your comfort zone. I I'm very excited to, I want to hear from you when, when that, when you've <laughs> done it, how you felt, how it went, uh, <laughs> what that looked like for you, because I, it's so interesting to hear people's reactions after they speak. Uh, yeah. Like, what'd you do? How'd you do it? <laughs> I'll probably say I just blacked out. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, like they recorded it. And I, well, and it's funny on that point, like, it's funny when I listen back to my uh, podcast, when I'm interviewing people and I hear myself from the, from the other side, I'm like, did I really say that? Wow, that was really good. Like, <laughs> I'm impressed with myself. So I'm sure when I get out there on stage and start speaking, it'll be the same thing. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I said. And then I can listen back and be like, well, that was really good. I did say something awesome. I don't know if you're like this at all, but I'll like, I have my dad listens to my podcast and he'll sometimes come pick me up so we can go run on the trail together. And I'll get in the car and he'll have one of my episodes on. I'm like, pause. I'm like, I can't sit in here and listen to myself while, With you're, you. sitting, while you're sitting next to me. He's like, why? I'm like, I can't. I was like, no. He be Jesus. I was like, I can't do it. Um, and so much like I, I like hate listening myself back because I'm like, I don't know what it is. It's been years of editing videos and stuff like this. I'm like, nope, won't do it. <laughs> Just trust the process, right? Yeah. I'm like, I already edited myself. I already listened to this 5 million times. I did the interview. I'm like, I don't need to listen to myself talk anymore. <laughs> oh man. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Tori, my last question for you is just what inspires you? Well, first and foremost, my family uh, and specifically my children and just being able to show them that you can achieve anything that you set your mind to um, is really what motivates me to get up every day and, and figure out the things I don't know and grow the business so that I can support my family. Yeah, I love it. I appreciate you coming on and talking with me today and sharing more of your story. And, uh, I, I can't wait to hear how the speaking goes and uh, <laughs> listen to the new podcast when it comes out. So I just, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tori, for joining me today. Yes. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to share my story and, and meet you and, and have a chance to, to talk with you and, and share everything that I can. Yes, absolutely. And if you guys, do not listen to the Creative Visionaries podcast. It's going to be linked down below as well as Tori's socials. So please, please, please go give it a listen. Go follow along on Tori's journey. Um, and as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye, y'all.